You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and welcome back to a new episode. It is February 2022, and we are rocking and rolling in this new year already, and I hope that you are off to a great start. I know that over here in the businesses that I run, things are on fire. The hard work, the discipline, the consistency that we have been putting in over the past three years at Chic Influencer is totally paying off. Our business is exploding. We're helping so many incredible leaders establish such a strong foundation for their business in terms of duplication and creating systems and delegation and just true leadership to help build solid organizations. We also just launched the social media course. So it is Chic Your Social. It's Social Media 101. So if you are listening to this right now and you are feeling at a loss for how to post on social media, uh, what to post, when to post, what kind of captions to write, how often should you be, you know, uploading things to your stories? When should you do reels? You know, if you are finding yourself saying, I don't know how to do all of the things. And then on top of that, you know, you're not getting results. So maybe you are dabbling and posting and doing stories and talking to people, but it's not really, it's not really giving you financial results. You're not getting new customers or seeing sales roll in. Well, listen, Katie and I, over the past 10 years of building our own online presence. So both of us built our businesses primarily on Facebook, Instagram, and then we both have used websites and blogs. I have used my podcast. We're very fluent in email marketing, but we've been able to grow and scale multi-million dollar businesses while raising our kids, while doing other things and being very present in our lives. And we want to teach people the same exact strategies and tools that worked for us because we don't want you to have to go out there and figure it out on your own. We want to cut that learning curve in half, which is why we created the course. You get lifetime access to all of the lessons. There are eight comprehensive lessons. There are sub lessons with additional breakdowns of additional training content to help you really understand the concepts that we're teaching. You get access to the slide decks, to homework assignments and resources. By the time you finish this course, whether you decide you're going to crush it out in one weekend, whether you're going to do a lesson a week and implement over the course of maybe eight, 10, 12 weeks, you will feel very confident in your marketing strategy. You will have a very step-by-step process that is proven to help you succeed. So you guys do not wait. This course will close on Monday, February 21st for enrollment. So you want to get in now. Also with your enrollment, with your purchase now, you get access to office hours. Office hours are live sessions with myself, Katie, our Chic Influencer team, where 
We'll troubleshoot your social media questions. We'll help you in real time. Um, just really kind of navigate through anything that's coming up as you're going through the training. So hurry up, visit the link in the show notes, snag your spot now in the chic 101 social media training. We would love to have you in there, but let's get into today's episode. All right. You know, things are going well. Business is booming. Life is kind of happening. Everybody in January that I mentor, right? People that I've been talking to and privately coach and support, we kind of came into the new year saying, and a lot of people came to me and said, I need help with creating just systems. I'm disorganized. I do not, I don't know how I got this far in my business, right? I don't have a system for organization. I don't have an effective onboarding system. I don't really have, like, I'm good at getting people to a certain point in their business, but I really don't have the depth and the other leadership that I would like to see. I don't want to be the only one standing on stage or receiving the accolades, right? And so I had a large influx of people that that I started mentoring at the end of last year and into the new year. And, you know, we're getting all of these great systems in place and we're talking a lot about supporting the downline, but one big piece, one big piece, whether you are a leader that has an organization or you are a developing leader. And again, a leader is anybody that has influence, right? It doesn't matter if you are a leader of customers or if you are a leader of team members, or if you are a leader in the classroom, which means you are a teacher to 20 some little students. If they follow you, right? If they follow you, you have influence, right? You have built trust and credibility. And so when it comes to leadership at any level, there becomes this moment where we recognize that in order for us to grow our organization, to grow our scope of influence, to attract the right people to us, we have to be very careful what message we put out there. We have to be intentional about the messaging. We have to make sure we're attracting the right people to us. And we have to do it in a, again, a strategic way. Everything rises and falls on strategy, even though strategy is just about as boring as it gets, right? Everybody wants to talk about vision, vision boards, you know, social media, all the pretty stuff. But what I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to talk about recruitment. And I'm going to talk about recruiting the right people to your team, because the number one thing that people say to me is I'm not attracting the right people. I'm not attracting people that want to work a business. I'm not attracting people that are willing to do the work. I have a bunch of people that just quit or give up, or they say they want to do it, but they never follow through with the action. And as I look back over the past 10 years, I have attracted really incredible people into my organization. I have a lot of top leaders that are duplicating success and, you know, have great leadership skills. And I truly believe that there are some key things that I did that I'm going to share with you today that I think can help you also, because that's the one burning question that everybody has is how do I attract rock stars? Well, we're going to walk through it. And I am, I'm using the help of John Maxwell and John Maxwell is one of my favorite authors, my favorite speakers, teachers, leaders. Uh, he's an incredible human being. He's added so much value into our world and into leaders. And he wrote the book. One of his many, many books is the 21 
irrefutable laws of leadership, the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. I encourage you to go out and buy that book even to purchase it for new leaders on your team is just really a great investment in yourself. And in this book, one morning I just was sitting, I was sitting at my desk and I was thinking to myself, gosh, you know, why, why is it that people don't attract rock stars? Like, what is it? I have, you know, there are these great people that are, you know, that I get to work with and that I'm surrounded by, like, what is the difference maker? I started to look within and then I looked up at my bookshelf and I saw this book. And so I walked over and I grabbed it and I happened to, I opened it to the table of contents and the chapter, chapter nine, which is the law of magnetism just jumped out at me. Right. And the subtitle is who you are is who you attract. And I paused for a moment and I was like, amen to that. Who you are is what you attract. And I thought, well, I already I have my team do this all the time, right? And I'm going to do this exercise with you. So I want you, if you say to yourself, gosh, why can't I find rock stars? We're going to walk through this example. The first thing that you're going to do is I want you to sit down with a sheet of paper. And I want you to sit down. I want you just to write out the list of qualities in the people that you want on your team. All right. So make a list of qualities. If it is, I want somebody that's a Christian. I want somebody that is family focused. I want somebody that has healthy boundaries. I want somebody that's a go-getter. They have a CEO mindset, whatever it may be. I'm just spouting out things that come off the top of my head. My list, if I give you the example of my list, it is somebody that's a go-getter, self-starter. They they're, you know, they might be afraid to take action, but their fear doesn't hold them back. They feel the fear and they do it anyways, right? I want somebody that is has confidence, even though they don't have all the answers, they are confident they'll figure it out, right? They are not a quitter. Somebody that is resilient. I want somebody that genuinely cares about people and and has good morals and good values and is authentic and trustworthy, right? And so I sat down and I made my own list and I want you guys to do the same. I want you to sit down and make a list of all of the qualities and characteristics that you want in people that join your team. All right, so make that list. All right. And then the next thing that I want you to do is I want you to actually go back through that list. All right. And what I want you to do is for each characteristic that you listed out, I want you to put a check mark beside it. If you say to yourself, I possess that characteristic. So I have a CEO mindset. Yep. Check mark. I have a CEO mindset, right? I do not sit around and wait for somebody to tell me what to do. I am going to go find the answer myself, right? Okay, the next one. I want somebody that is a self-starter. Yep, I am absolutely a self-starter. I do not wait for somebody to tell me what to do. I am, again, going to go figure it out, right? I want somebody that is authentic, right? Is that me? Do I show up the same on social media as I do, you know, offline? Yep, that is me. If you're going down through your list and you're, you're reading these characteristics, And if they do not describe you, you're going to put an X beside it. Okay. So somebody like, I want people that are motivated. I want people that are consistent. I want people that are not, that don't easily give up. Right. Um, They don't make excuses. And so if you look 
as you go down through, you're putting your checks for the ones that describe you. You're putting the X's for the ones that don't describe you. When you get to the bottom, as you take a look, how many X's do you have? How many check marks do you have? Because if you see a whole bunch of X's, you're kind of in trouble because the people you describe are not the people who are actually going to want to follow you. And that may hurt a lot, but here's the thing. You are always going to attract who you are. All right. You're never going to really very rarely do attract somebody that's not just like you very rarely. All right. You are going to attract who you are. If you're an excuse maker, you will attract people that make excuses. If you are inconsistent, you will attract people that are also inconsistent. If you sit there and wait for somebody to tell you what to do, you're going to attract people that also wait there, wait for people to tell them what to do. So here's the thing. It's not a lost cause. I don't want you to look at if you have a lot of X's on your page and say, oh gosh, I'm a lost cause. You know, I'm clearly not attracting the right people. I'm not a solid leader. The next thing that we need to do is now we need to say to ourselves, okay, I need to actually start working on these areas, right? I actually need to start saying to myself, all right, if I want to attract independent people, I want to attract people with a CEO mindset, then I really need to start working on those skills. And so that's super important is that we begin to create a growth plan, which I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about next. But before I do that, now that we have this list, we have this list of X's, we have this list of check marks. I also want you to think about there are other things that determine who you attract. All right. So you will find that more often than not, you're going to attract people that are about the same age as you or generation. So when I was in the heavy season of recruiting in my direct sales business and I looked around at the majority of the people that were joining my team, I wasn't going out there and saying, I will only accept moms of young of boys. I will only accept boy moms on my team. I will only accept women that are ages 25 to 35, right? I wasn't saying that anywhere in my marketing, in my messaging, in the way I was talking about the business opportunity. But as I looked around my at events and looked at the women in the room or the people on my calls, they were all women that had boys. Most of them were boy moms for the most part. Now, I definitely had outliers But generationally speaking, they had similar interests and backgrounds, and we basically were about the same age, going through life together at the same time. So that's number one. You're going to attract what generation you're in. The second thing is you're going to attract people that have the same attitude. Rarely have I ever seen somebody that is really negative attract somebody that's super positive. Most often, right, the people that I attract on my team, they're go-getters, they're positive, they're optimistic, right? They're, you know, they're always looking at the glass half full, they're solution-oriented. So people with good attitudes tend to make people around them feel more positive. And those with terrible attitudes tend to bring other people down. And so attitude is kind of one of those things that's super contagious. So 
even just looking at your own attitude, if you tend to be a pessimistic person, I guarantee most of the people on your team are pessimistic as well. You're not going to attract, if you tend to be a pessimistic person, you're going to repel optimistic people. So maybe we need to have a little attitude check about just, are we really focusing on what's going wrong? And can we create a little bit of change? Also, you'll notice you tend to attract people with similar backgrounds. So it is kind of interesting. People attract and are attracted to others of similar backgrounds. And, you know, John Maxwell used the example Theodore Roosevelt, right? He talks about one of his most memorable accomplishments is his like daring charge up San Juan Hill with the Rough Riders during the Spanish-American War. And Roosevelt personally recruited an all-volunteer Calvary. And it was said to be remarkably peculiar what kind of group it was because they were comprised primarily of two kinds of men. They were wealthy aristocrats from the Northeast and cowboys from the Wild West. Why was that? It was because Theodore Roosevelt was actually an aristocrat, aristocratic born, Harvard educated New Yorker who turned himself into a real life cowboy and big game hunter in the Dakotas of the West. He was a strong and genuine leader in both worlds. And as a result, he attracted both kinds of people. So we attract and are attracted to other people of similar backgrounds. So again, you are going to look around at your at your team and you're going to see this thread the thread might be blue collar workers i tend to come my my audience my people that are part of my team most of us are blue collar families we don't come from a lot of wealth we are people that really had to you know work hard we're humble we don't I mean, a lot of times, you know, even just the idea of financial freedom, it's weird because that's just not how we were born and raised, but we have this go-getter mentality. So we might be blue collar, but we also have this, we're educated and, you know, our parents made us go to school and get an education and, and challenged us to do more. And so I do attract a lot of people who come from the blue collar background, but simultaneously want something more out of life. And so are achievers, right? So I can see that background is at play values. People are attracted to leaders who have values similar to their own. So it doesn't matter whether the shared values are positive or negative the attraction is equally strong. So if you think about values, if you have a team that's full of people who gossip, who talk behind others' backs, who have like a popularity contest all the time, guess what? You're going to attract other people who talk behind your back, who it's all about who's popular and who's the in crowd, right? They want to do what everybody else is doing, right? They're more concerned with the fad or If you have a lot of people who are very much like, I don't care what the in thing is. I care more about doing what's right. I care more about, you know, just being honest and trustworthy and authentic, right? And I don't care necessarily about popularity. I just care more about being able to put my head on the pillow at night and knowing that even no matter what, I made the right decision. And so again, you're going to typically attract people with those same values. Now, When I was first figuring out my business, I will tell you, I attracted a little bit of gossip in there. I attracted a little bit of people who it was like the popularity contest. But guess what? 
That wasn't my core value. And I squelched that really fast by saying, we are a team that is trustworthy. We are a team that builds based off of integrity. We always take the high road and we always do what's right, even if it is the thing that doesn't necessarily get our name in the lights. We are going to always do what's right. All right. We are building a team of integrity based on values and principles and moral beliefs. And so, you know, you as the leader, as you lead team calls, as you talk to clients and customers and new team members that you're bringing in, you get an opportunity every day to shape the values of your team by the way that you lead, the way that you mentor people and the conversations that you have. Also, energy. I will tell you, energy is huge. When I was, you know, building my business and I was new and I was a baby leader with a small, tiny team, energy was everything. I would get on those team calls and I talk to the people on the team and I'm like, you guys, this business opportunity is just mind blowing. Do you understand what is in front of us? What the potential is if we go all in? I am taking this business to the top and you can either get on the train with me and we're going to go for the ride of a lifetime and we're going to achieve all of our goals or you can think about it. You can stay here at the station. You can stand there and overthink it and, you know, analyze every potential outcome, right? But I'm leaving without you. This train is leaving the station and we are taking the business to the top. Do you want to be a part of it? And had a lot of people that jumped on the train with me because they saw my momentum. They saw my vision. They felt my energy. Right. And then I didn't just say this train is leaving the station. I was like, and here's how we're going to do it. And I told them we're going to run this group and we're going to do this event. And when we get to this goal, we're going to celebrate with this specific party. And I made it something that was full of energy and positivity, even in the moments where I wasn't sure if I was going to reach the goal. My team didn't know it. They didn't know it because I showed up and I was like, we got this. We are so close. Right. And I, behind the scenes might have been sweating bullets and my stomach might've been upset, but you know what? I was not going to let them know that we were not going to accomplish this goal. Right. We were going to find a way. And guess what? We pulled through, we pulled through. And if there was a disappointment, I let myself be disappointed, but I never took it out on my team. I would remove myself from the situation, give myself about 24 hours to sort of be disappointed or angry or irritated. And then I would come back in and I would say to my team, all right, this is what we're going to do next. Here's how we learn from the situation. Here's how we can do better. And this is the game plan. Who's with me? Let's go. So my energy, I always think about that. When you walk into a room, when you join a Zoom call, when you're on the phone with somebody, people can tell if you're smiling. People can tell if you want to be there. People can tell if you have belief in what you're doing. And if you don't show up with that kind of belief and that kind of heart and that just my feet are firmly planted in the ground and we are going places, people won't follow you. Energy is a lot of this business. All right. Also, when we think about giftedness. People do tend to 
They're attracted to talent. They're attracted to excellence. They're attracted to people who possess, you know, their kind of talent. And so when I think about, you know, the people that follow me, I am, people are attracted to my ability to think outside of the box. People are attracted to my self-starter kind of go-getter mindset, right? And if you're not that person, people aren't going to be attracted to that. You're never going to attract somebody who's gifted in one area if you're not really gifted in that. So we're sim- we're, we're usually attracted to people with similar similar like sort of gifts, personal gifts. And the last thing is People are attracted to you based on your leadership style. If you're a dictator, right, and you're going to hammer down and tell people what to do, then, you know, you're going to attract other dictators. If you're a insecure leader and you're putting other people down and, you know, you always have to be the person in the spotlight because nobody can ever outshine you, you're going to attract a lot of selfish people to your team. It's going to be really hard to have a cohesive team and brand if you're selfish yourself, right? If you are not a team player, you're not going to attract team players, all right? So you've got to remember that if you want to attract certain qualities to your team, you have to be the person that is developing those qualities and exhibiting, living them out every single day of your life. And even if you don't possess them now, you can work on it. So how do you do that? It is, it's the books that you're reading. It's surrounding yourself with other people who have the characteristics that you want. So for me, and I'll give you a a great example. My husband is one of the most trustworthy, authentic, down-to-earth people in the world. He's a great friend. I just, he just always is my moral compass. And, you know, every time I'm around him, I feel like I make better decisions. I ask him questions. What would you do in this situation? I find myself saying, what would Matt do? Because when I surround myself with my husband, I find that I'm a better leader. Likewise, i network with some other people in other industries that are leaders. And I see the way they're go-getters, the way they're philanthropists, the way they're out there volunteering their time. It makes me want to do those things. I want to be that kind of leader. So I surround myself with those kind of people. So ask yourself, who do you need to surround yourself with? Secondly, what about even just how you're investing? So every year I invest in an outside mentorship, whether I hire a business coach, whether I go to a seminar like Entree Leadership, or I've gone to the Kajabi Summit in the past. Um, I've done Rachel Hollis's business leadership conference. There's so many different things that you can attend to help you improve your leadership skills, even online certification. So just recently I signed up for the John Maxwell coaching certification. Why? Because I want to be a better leader. I want to improve. I don't know everything about leadership. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to add this to my toolbox. I'm going to set aside time every single week to watch the lessons, to become a better, you know, business mentor, business coach, so that I can continue to elevate, develop, and empower the people that I get to work with. So I'm investing in my own leadership. What are you doing right now to actually invest in bettering yourself in your leadership capabilities? Things, books, even just books or audios, just going to, to, 
you know, iTunes or Spotify and typing in leadership podcast, listening to a few until you find topics and titles that resonate where you feel like you've got a little nugget that you can take back and you can implement into your organization. Never stop being a learner. If you want to attract a high caliber of individual into your organization, you have to be high caliber yourself. All right. So where do we need to grow? I think that's important. And and kind of to wrap us up for today is if you didn't yet do the list of qualities of people you want to attract, I want you to do that. Put your X's, put your check marks. I want you to get really clear. Second thing, from now on, when you go to write an email, have a conversation, do a call, post on social media, talk in your stories, host a business opportunity call. I want you to say, is the way I'm presenting myself actually attracting these people to me? If your answer is no, we need to revisit that. We got to attract the right people to us. We got to make sure we're speaking to the CEO mindset, to the person who takes charge, not to the person who's going to quit or make excuses when life gets hard. All right. We need to develop ourselves. What's your personal growth plan? Where as a leader do right now you need to invest in yourself so that, right, you can actually start attracting a higher level of person, all right? Okay, and then last but not least, I need you to understand that this takes time. This takes time. This is, you never just arrive. When you achieve new ranks in your company, new promotions in your organization, you acquire new customers and have a bigger base of people that you serve, you're always going to have new challenges. That's why the most successful and most influential people out there are always working on themselves. If I want to attract a better caliber of people, I need to be a better person. Maybe it's in your organizational skills. Maybe it's in your leadership skills. Maybe it's just in your time management. Maybe it's in your marketing and your messaging. But whatever if it, it is, if you are not attracting the right people, you have to look in the mirror. It starts with you. Once you get a solid you know, understanding of who you are, what your gaps are, and you begin to work at it, now you can begin to attract the right people. You guys, this is something that I work on very in-depth, both in my direct sales organization with the people I mentor and the people that I work with. It's also something that I do in the masterminds and the leadership and the private coaching that I do through Chic Influencer. And if you ever are in need of a business coach, I don't I don't really market it really openly, but I do. I accept private coaching clients and I do have a few spots that are available. I've got some contracts that will be ending at the end of February. So if you are interested in working private with privately with myself or a member of our Chic team, please reach out. I'll put the link in the show notes for private coaching. And if you're just starting out, again, the Social Media 101 course would be a great place to get started. But I hope today got you thinking a little bit more about recruitment, about the law of magnetism, about just attraction marketing and just how powerful it truly is. Again, if you love today's episode, take a screenshot, you know, save the link to this podcast episode, share it on stories, tag me, let me know why you loved it. Also, it helps other people that are out there in business, find the women inspiring women podcast and bring them back. Also, Go onto iTunes, leave me a rating and review. Again, that's how it helps other business owners find this podcast as well. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you tuning in and I love you guys so much. And I hope I added value to your life today. Let's go out there and make it a great 
day.